after surviving relentless attacks from mercenary forces in the escalating oil wars, sources tell us that pleas have finally been answered for the besieged employees of Utime Chinese oil refinery in the Middle East. Professor Chang, Utime's Director of Operations, tells us that a private security team from China has volunteered to carry out the high risk. We interrupt this program to bring you a special report. This is Cheap Seat Reviews. Hello, and thank you for listening to Cheap Seat Reviews, the podcast that explores the Hollywood film industry for the greater good. The greater good. That's right. That's Andrew, because Sam is not here, but we knew that, and that's okay. How you doing, buddy? I am doing pretty well. How about yourself? I'm all right. I'm good. I picked that intro. By the way, I have to tell you this. I picked that intro for two reasons. One, it's how the movie starts, and it's it gives right. you pretty good background into what's going on. Not background, but it gives you context to what's happening in the movie. And the second reason why I picked that is, do you notice how the, the, the voiceover just dies, but the music keeps playing? Yeah. So and Oh, go ahead. So I was just going to say, I watch this movie with subtitles because I'm old and uh, I'm not in my normal sound system. I'm just watching it on TV speakers. So I have the subtitles on. So the subtitles gave me the rest of what was supposed to have been said. It gave me the rest of uh, the police oh. force volunteered to take them to, uh, on buses to the to the DMZ or to the green zone or blah, blah. Like it gives you the full bit of information that right. isn't there if you didn't watch it with subtitles. Which I didn't turn, that's interesting, because I didn't turn my subtitles on until about 20 minutes into the movie. So I would have never known that. Yeah, there, that's it's, cool. it's interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, this is uh, episode 446, and tonight we're talking about, oops, I still have Lee on the professional up here. That's not right. We're talking about Hidden <laughs> Strike. Yes. And, uh, hidden Strike. Hidden Strike. And you you suggested this solely on the fact that, well, not solely, but we didn't have Sam, we didn't have a guest, and so I said, hey, let's just do something dumb and fun. And you're like, well, this movie is streaming number one on Netflix right now. It looks dumb and fun. Let's do it. And I said, absolutely. It's a, you. I think you had me at Jackie Chan and John Cena. Yeah, I think that's all I said. And um, when I was looking through Netflix to find something for us to watch... I just saw John Cena in this red leather outfit with these fingerless gloves. And I thought, oh, please, God, tell me he's not doing Daredevil now. And then <laughs> and then as I looked closer, you know, I saw the title and I thought, well, what in the world is this? And then I saw the magic words, which were Jackie Chan. Yeah. And I said, we have to watch this. Yeah. Uh, uh, John Cena, I can take him or leave him in, in some things, but... In in uh, Jackie Chan's world, there's not much that can go wrong. No, there's not. And I've seen a lot of his films. I shouldn't say all, but I could say most. But who am I? Well, you don't know because I haven't told you. Since there is no other person, I decided to give myself a middle name today. And I think this one is pretty fitting to both the movie and to real life. I am Sean. Giving middle names is my superpower, all red. That's, that's quite true. Yeah. I think that's um, 
is that anything like um, giving nicknames? Yeah, that's that was the that's the play on the joke. <laughs> yeah, yeah, giving yeah. nicknames. I'm not, which is funny because I'm not good at nicknames. I've never given someone a nickname that stuck, stuck that that stayed. Stuck is not a word. That stuck, I think, is the word I was trying to say. Took yeah. maybe took and stuck. Um, yeah, I've never given one that 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 stayed. But uh, but middle names, yeah, I, you know, I do. Two or three a, 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 a week, so I think I'm. I'm and they're usually pretty funny. Usually they're funny. Yeah, yeah. I was known for about eighteen. Well, no, probably a good thirty some years of my life. I was known as Chief to my grandfather and oh. only my grandfather. <laughs> um, That's cool. Yeah, because when I was a baby, I couldn't say Papa, so I called him Ping Pong because he always played ping pong. And so instead of calling me Andrew, he yelled at me across a hardware store, which he owned. And uh, I didn't turn my head when he said Andrew, but he said, hey, chief. And I turned and looked at him. And from then on, he called me chief. That's cool. Yeah. That's a cool, like, that's just a fun, like a fun memory, you know, mm-hmm. like a little thing that you two of you have. Also, I I love the Americana of, you know, old man owning a hardware store. Like there's just something very yeah. American about that. Like I was it, so sad when Walmart came to town and put him out of business. Yeah. But now I think what would I do without Walmart? <laughs> yeah. It's, it's yeah. Just a, uh and Andrew <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. Uh also wants a rocket truck, Jimison. I came here in a rocket car. <laughs> um <laughs> Name oh, that film. Uh, 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 Rat Race. Rat Race, that's right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sure, the rocket. And the squirrel lady, she heard us. Oh, yes, the squirrel lady, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I, that's the first thing I saw when I, or I, I thought when I saw that vehicle. I was like, I came here in a rocket car. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but isn't that cool to have a, a whole jet engine on your, on your vehicle? On the back of the truck, which is... yeah. Because I was uh, expecting them to use it earlier, and then they would eventually use it. But the third time, or the second time they used the jet, they used it in contradiction to how it's used earlier in the movie. Because earlier in the movie, you know, the, the, the struts are out, and it's just blowing sand. Right. Because was the e-brake not on, I guess? I don't know. But the <laughs> second time, they turned it into a rocket sled, which was pretty cool. So... so- so, Sean, I know that Sam's not here, and, and sometimes I remember to do this, and sometimes I don't. But here's what I'm going to do for Sam. Um, you and I are going to be in a shed, and bullets are just going to be whizzing in. But I'm going to need you to grab everything that's in the middle of the room, please. <laughs> okay. <laughs> because I'm closer, right? Yeah, you're closer. Okay. Exactly. That's fine. Well, as long as you look at the end. You look out yeah. to see if they've stopped shooting. Um. So okay, so 2023's Hidden Strike, which by the way, a s- stupid name for a movie, but it also sounds like a Jackie Chan movie title. It does, yeah. You know, with his other movies like Police Story and Strike Force and Th- Thunder Shirt or something, I can't remember, but this sounds like a Jackie Chan film. Rush and Hour. Russia. Well, I mean, rush hour actually makes sense because that's a phrase. Like, that's actually a phrase that someone uses, right? Like, well, it is. But did 
anything in the movie's rush hour have to do with actual rush hour? Oh, no. It's not like they were ever like in traffic. No, no, no. Right, yeah. Ever. Um, all right, so here, here we go. So uh, known for Who Am I, uh, which is uh, actually a really good one of his. I like that one a lot. Rush Hour, Rush Hour 2, Police Story. Um, let's see. Producer, no, I need him as actor. He's acting in 148 things. Good Lord. Wow. Oh, Kung Fu Panda 4 is in development. He's also doing a new Police Story 2 and a Rush Hour 4. Uh, oh, he is Master Splinter in the new Mutant Mayhem, the new team. Oh, yeah, Mutant I knew that. I, didn't I forgot know. about that, but I knew that. That's cool. All right, so mm-hmm. he has done such, so, uh, let's see. He was in The Foreigner, which I didn't really like all that much, but that's fine. Okay, so he's a movie, other movies, Dragon Blade, Personal Tailor, Chinese <laughs> Zodiac, um... I'm going over some of the dumb American ones that he's done. New Police Story. Uh, the Medallion. Oh, that was a bad movie. Accidental Spy. Mr. Nice Guy. That's a fun one. First Strike. Here we go. Rumble in the Bronx. That makes sense. Crime Story. Here we go. Crime Story. So yeah, it's it's a it's a it's just got Hidden Strike. Just has one of those. Uh, Jackie Chan sounding titles. But what is Hidden Strike, Andrew? Well, Sean, that's a good question. Um, (laughs) Hidden Strike is about two elite soldiers that must escort civilians through a gauntlet of gunfire and explosions. And uh, that's about it. (laughs) But that's not even right. That's what... um, That is what the description on uh, Netflix says. And the... The IMDb description says two ex-Special Forces soldiers, which, again, I don't know if that's right, right. must escort a group of civilians along Baghdad's highway of death in order to reach safety in the green zone. But again, that's not right either. They don't escort... No, it's not. (laughs) Okay, so if you don't watch this movie, which, if you like action movies at all, and if you like Jackie Chan, I'm going to say this now, Andrew. This might be controversial, especially for a movie that has a 5.4 IMDb rating. I had a lot of fun with this movie, and I recommend you go watch it right now. And I knew you would say that. Yeah. <laughs> because when I, when I was sitting watching it, I was thinking, this movie is right up Sean's alley, <laughs> yes. and he's going to give this a good score. <laughs> yeah. Everything in this movie, I love. I love even the Oh my god, the, the the green screen. But yeah. Yes, it's cheesy. Yes, the jokes are over the top. The action is ridiculous. It is just a ball of fun and just Jackie Channess all over the place. The trailer is playing right now cuz I have I'm on the IMDb page and I'm just I'm just grinning watching the trailer again. But <laughs> I, let's be very clear here. John Cena is ex-Special Forces. Jackie Chan is active uh, Chinese military. Right. So let's let's get that. Secondly, John Cena starts off as a mercenary hired to to, uh, kidnap the people that Jackie Chan is trying to escort to the DMZ or the Green Zone or whatever the hell. Yeah. And then... 
once John Cena realizes what's actually going on, he decides to to leave, and then his brother gets killed, and then he and Jackie Chan team up to stop the actual bad guys. That's the plot, basically. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was a little convoluted for a while. But, and I still don't know that I completely buy the whole, uh, he killed your brother? Oh, well, let's team up and get him. Like, it's kind of like the whole Martha thing in, in Batman versus Superman. Yeah. Yeah. But, okay, I'll give it to him. Yeah. Because the rest of the movie was pretty fun. Yeah. I mean, once they actually team up, it, it's a lot of fun. It really is. And and yeah. you're not wrong. The And I thought that the they were going to play up because when because the bad guy says, well, make it look like the Chinese did the hit. So I thought that there was going to be more like, did you kill my brother bit or whatever? And Jackie Chan. Cause, yeah. Because he kept saying, did, who killed my people? And because uh, he was, you know, he was more up or who took my people, I think is what he kept saying, who took my people. And John Cena pretty quickly was like, yeah, there's my brother. He's dead. I guess it was the uh, the other guy. <laughs> like he was pretty quick to just not assume that Jackie Chan had anything to do with it. I wonder if that plot line kind of just got cut from the movie because the statement was made, make it look like the Chinese people did this. Yeah to your brother. And then nothing ever came of that. Yeah, nothing came of that. Also, yeah. nothing came of the French. They came, they shot up a little bit, right? and they just left. <laughs> and, of course, they're in berets, and they show up and, ha-ha, what do you want to do? I mean, the, with their typical French accents, and, which is, by the way, that was a terrible French accent, but, yeah. um, and, and completely stereotyped. I'm sorry if you're French. I know that not all of you go, ha-ha, before you speak. Um, but it was just like it was kind of cartoony. Well, this whole kinda. movie is pretty cartoony. I mean, yeah. there's a rocket truck. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> this movie is cartoony. From that is something that Wiley e. Coyote would build to chase the Roadrunner. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Do you? This is a weird side sidebar. Do you have a favorite Wiley e. Coyote contraption that he made? I always loved. Well, I don't. I didn't love them, but I always remembered the most mm -hmm. the, where he would strap a rocket to his back, and he would light it, and then the rocket would take off, and he would be standing there. Yeah, like the rope would fail him or something. Or yeah, yeah. Uh, I I have vivid memory of two. It's stuck in my brain for a long time. First one is he is on roller skates. And strapped to his back, um, you know, parallel to the ground, is uh -huh. a small bathtub that's also on wheels. And in the bathtub is a outboard motor that's attached to his back. <laughs> so he, when he turns the motor, the motor pushes forward and therefore pushes him. And that's how he tries to gain speed to catch the Roadrunner. Obviously, that's not how things work. This, my, right. my, the second one is he has an ice box, like a, a freezer, strapped to his back with the door open, and ice is flying out into an old grinder that is somehow attached to some kind of motor that's, that's projecting snow onto the ground, and he skis down a hill. Mm. 
No. I don't remember that one. I yeah, I, I one of those very vividly remembers. Anyway, um <laughs> <laughs> just I I I kind of felt like this could movie it was a movie that could potentially have lots of fun little side stories because we don't want to talk about the movie, but I don't know. We'll we'll see. With just no, the two no. of us, we might not get on too many tangents. But let's do our five word review. How many do you have? And of I any have, of them five I have words. Two. I have two. One of them is actually five words. Okay. And the other one's only six. I didn't go crazy. <laughs> so um my first one is Man, I miss Jackie Chan. Yeah. It's great to see Jackie Chan in a movie. And I know, like you said, he's been in tons of things. And he's it's not like he's not been working. But we don't see him in big motion pictures that often. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, my love of Jackie Chan really started with Rush Hour. Uh, and those movies. Because it was the, about the time where I was able to watch PG-13 movies. Yeah. Um, and so my parents would watch them and, and they would let me watch them. Uh, along with them uh, and, you know, earmuff when I wasn't allowed to hear things. But um, it was it was at that time, you know, that I realized he does all his own stunts, which I don't know if he still does. I assume he probably does a lot, but he's getting older now, so I don't know if he still does that. Um, but to team him up with John Cena like this is, I mean, John Cena, that's how he got his start. You know, he was a professional wrestler, which... I, we all know how real that is. And they have to make these falls and make these punches, you know, uh, seem real. And I think that has to do a lot with, you know, doing your own stunts. And um, I, I don't know how many he did of his own. I haven't looked in trivia to see if it's even in there. But um, I just I think the two of them pair up really well. And I would like to see them in other things together. Um, my other five-word review, or a six-word review in this case, is jet-fueled cheese action and fun. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Um, because it is very cheesy in some sections. The the scene where he is just covered in suds, <laughs> I yeah. was I was actively rolling my eyes through the entire ten <laughs> minutes of that scene. <laughs> and, um, you know... It, that was probably the worst part as far as being cheesy to me. Um, but it did have some other, you know, gags and, and goofs like typical Jackie Chan fun movies would have. Um, and if you stuck around to the end, it has the typical Jackie Chan bloopers at the end. It does. Yeah. Which is, good. yeah. Um, and you get to see some of the other antics that make this movie fun. And I think it was fun for them to make. And you can kind of tell that as you're watching it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Jackie's always having a good time. It, it looks like he's just he's always just having a good time. It's, especially that one <laughs> blooper at the end where he walks up and she keeps calling him the wrong name. And he's like, uh, just call me Jackie Chad. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's funny. So I I had three. Uh, I wrote three. So just uh oh, I just realized mine's only I have I have one forward review, so I'll I'll take your sixth and add it to mine. Okay. So we're still we're even. Kick flick action comedy, just simple. That's what this is. Kick kick flick is a you know just generic term I like to use for basically any of these kind of movies. Uh, my second one was pretty good buddy cop film. Yeah. It's a it is it's a pretty good buddy cop film. Not quite Chris Tucker. But no, it's, it's pretty good. It's not quite their hijinks, but it's <laughs> no. like it. Uh, we're gonna get into it in a minute, but. 
there's parts of this that reminded me of um not Justice League, Suicide Squad, the Suicide Squad. Yeah. With him yeah, and it did. well and rightly so. Cuz you got two of the three well you, you got two of the Suicide Squad members on screen here. Two? Who wait. Yeah. Jackie Chan's in Suicide Squad? No, no, Jackie Chan's not. But Captain Boomerang, who is our villain in this movie, is is on screen too. Oh, he's he's in the first one, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. I didn't pick up on that. Yeah, and he's Australian, so I don't know if you picked up on his Well, I knew he was Australian, accent, yeah. Uh in this movie, but you can tell it comes out occasionally. P Lou as beak as you have the A and the E that are smushed together. As beg. Hmm. Uh, I think he's Australian. It might be No, he's uh, Danish. What? Yeah. Well, okay. So his character in Suicide Squad was Australian. Yeah, and I think his that character in this was. But I think his character in this was okay. Well, so we've seen him before. He was also an Overlord, that uh, World War II zombie thing. Oh yeah, that's right. Uh, well, have we seen him in anything else? So Overload or Overlord? Excuse me. Uh, are you sure that's him? I don't think no. that's him. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> I thought it was, but I, I may be completely wrong. Yeah, I think it's somebody else. It's not him? No. Dang it. Okay. No, that's okay. Uh, so, so who who am I confusing him with? Let me, let me see this. So the guy from Suicide Squad. Okay. Oh, this guy was in Game of Thrones. That's where I know him from, not Suicide Squad. All right, so, um, so you're thinking of? Let's see. I'm looking up Captain Boomerang. Does he have a name other than Captain Boomerang? I don't think so. Okay. All right. So there's see there's Griggs T-shirt vendor. Dexter Toller. Oh, David Harbour. Uh, U.S. Marshal. All right, I'll have to look at some more. Anyway, um, yeah. yeah, not the same guy, but that's okay. I didn't think I, yeah, that's why I was confused when you said that. Yeah, I confused myself, I think. Uh, Boomerang is Jai Courtney. Uh, ah, we've seen okay. him. Uh, he was also in um, uh, Diversion, oh, yeah. A Good Day to Die Hard, Terminator Genesis. Terminator Genesis, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I'm an idiot. I, I, uh, they, they look similar. Yeah, you know, an Australian white guy with a beard, sure. Yeah, or Danish. Or Danish. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Whatever he might be. No worries. Um, so, so that was number two, right? So my, uh, pretty, pretty good buddy cop film. Well, I guess my point was when I said that it had, it, it reminded me a little bit of Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad came out when? Um, 2016-ish? No, 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 the new one. The one with John Cena. Oh, the new one. Um, I don't know. Uh, it was, you know, the last year, right? 2020? No. 2021? Uh, yeah, 2021. Yeah. Really? Is it that soon? Yeah, it was during COVID. So 2021. Here's the funny part. This movie started filming before that one. Really? 
Yeah, this movie actually started principal photography in 2018. Huh. So that's partly why Jackie Chan and John Cena look so much look so good cuz it was yeah. 5 years ago. Wow. When they were when they were filming this. Uh so that's kind of why I'm, I was, I'm watching this, and then when I learned it, I learned that later when I was looking at trivia, I was like, "Wait a minute, that kind of explains why he was, I think, so good in Peacemaker, or not in Peacemaker, but in Suicide Squad, because it's like he had already kind of gotten his acting chops a little bit as the buddy cop, you know, riffing off somebody right. else." Um. Anyway, uh, my third one was worst green screen of the year. It's pretty bad. I mean, if you if you take a look at um, uh, the Mandalorian, and you know how, and I know that's not green screen, but you know how well we could do in a studio. Yeah. And then you look at this; <laughs> it's a big difference. I mean, everything, almost all of the movie feels like it's in a studio. Yeah. Except when they're at the um, the oil station or whatever the refinery. But I mean, the like the, one of the opening shots where John Cena is in the back of his pickup truck hitting golf balls. He is one hundred percent in a studio, mm-hmm. and that green screen is bad. At uh, least bad. Yes. But once I once I got past that, I didn't care. I didn't care. This movie just made me laugh. It really did. Um, I mean, seriously, like if you like Jackie Chan movies, this is. I mean, this is. There, the only thing different in this movie than any other movie that's similar is, you know, some of the action's pretty cool. Some of the fight scenes are pretty cool. You're still going to get some of the funny hijinks between two guys that don't normally team up. You know, some funny miscommunications. Um, the The scene, though, where he rams the truck into the, tr- the, the, the oil trailer convoy, you know, watching those trucks, like, flip into the air... Like they're Tonka toys, even though they've got, <laughs> you know, tons of oil in them, or however yeah. you much. Uh, you kind of have to suspend some. Well, you, you also really have to suspend your disbelief with the idea that a guy is going to steal a a refinery and then steal crude oil. Yeah. Well, right. and I, I another roll or eye roll uh, moment was when I saw like twenty tanker ships, like. Pulling yeah. up, and they're like, "All right, boys, let's dock these babies." Uh, there's only one port for you to hook up this uh, <laughs> yeah. water hose or this <laughs> this oil hose to your. your this is not <laughs> a quick operation. This is something that will take days and weeks of plant. Like, right. Like, and this guy doesn't seem like a guy that's smart enough to. I mean, this is a multi. Just how does he get these? Are these like corrupt? You know, uh, oil tanker captains. I mean, the the Chinese come and like <laughs> bust in in the end and you know arrest everyone. Like, I just every part of it was just ridiculous. But. Yeah. Um, oh my gosh. Uh, so another issue that I had, and I don't know if this is a translation issue from Chinese to because I think most of this was filmed in Chinese, right? I don't. Know. I mean, a lot I of the production companies. Yeah. I mean, I know that they're speaking English in the film, but. Um, they refer to the flash drive as a dongle. Yeah. Now, I, I know of a dongle as a cord that is like an adapter. Am I using the term wrong? So 
the first time I heard the word dongle used, besides just as a funny word, was when I was working, I was doing my internship for the production company. And the software I was using to, re- to record and edit audio was called Pro Tools. And in order to, yeah. um, you could, uh, and so I, would, I bought, we, we bought Pro Tools for X amount of, you know, dollars, right? And then Pro Tools and Final Cut Pro, which was the software we were using to edit video with, they will, they'll talk to each other. But you have to have a security dongle. And so you, we bought this thing. It's like $100, and you plug it in. It's a USB drive that lives in the computer. You plug it into the computer, and then that allows the two, Final Cut Pro and the uh, Pro Tools, to talk to each other so I could send files back and forth without there being any kind of weird conversion. So it, it literally is a security device. You know, in her case, it, had, it, used, it was a thumbprint scanner that she would plug into the computer Right. So she would have to enter the code and use her thumbprint. Now, the fact that it was only a four-digit code seems a little, you know, in today's day of passcodes, but still. Right. Um, but yeah, no, I think dongle is actually a right word. I, I. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But all right. Well, uh, maybe. Yeah. I've just never heard it used in that. In that. Uh, uh, whatever. And that used before, yeah. Yeah. That context. Context. Thank you. That's the word I was thinking of. Thinking of. Gosh, <laughs> I'm tired. Words this are is, hard today. This is the tagline for this movie, you guys. There is a plan. They just don't know what it is. <laughs> That's more accurate than the thing I read. <laughs> yeah. It's still, it, it's dumb. Uh, yeah. All right, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cook through a few notes here. Uh, I did laugh at oil wars, so we've just decided, yep, we're going to have wars about oil at some point. Yeah. Uh, my, my second note was lots of bad green screen. Then I wrote, I'm, two, I'm 10 minutes in, and I don't know who the bad guys are yet. I don't know if they're yeah. trying to be clever or what, but it was um, pretty obvious. Like, it was not obvious who they were yet. Uh, because like one of the Chinese men marked the bus, so I was expecting yeah. there to be some more about the betrayal, but that just kind of got like I don't know what happened to that guy. If he so did, didn't he join in once they started did uh, he? hijacking the bus? I don't know. I, I thought I saw that guy kind of like turn around and leap on somebody else. Oh, maybe I don't and, like, know. Knock I'm, him down. I don't know. Yeah. I missed that part. I thought that's how they got the professor's son. Maybe was through that guy. Maybe yeah. Uh, and then I wrote May is his daughter. I mean, I knew that well before the movie told me. You could just, oh, yeah. You could just tell. Yeah, definitely. And then I wrote, the plan was for the buggy to hit the windshield? I mean, that was... <laughs> how do you plan that? I, that's all luck. Like, you can't know that that's going to happen. I know. He, but they just calmly walk on the bus and they pull the trigger. And, uh, but I did say really cool camera work when they were fighting on the bus. I yeah. thought that was really cool. I just thought that was the the coolest thing. I just I mean it wasn't a, a long one shot, but it was and it may not have even been a one shot. There could have been some CGI in there or something, I don't know, but yeah. and I feel like there there probably was. But the camera just swirls around them as they're fighting in this bus. And now it makes the bus looks like it look looks like the bus is uh, you know, the size of my bedroom. Yeah. And not just the width of the bus, but 
it's still pretty cool. And height-wise, I mean, the, the camera's looking down oh, at yeah. this fight scene, taller than the bus. It made me feel like that the bus wasn't real. Like they were on some kind of stage, right, where they had chairs, and then the yeah. walls and the ceiling were all CGI'd. It was all green screened, and that mm-hmm. the camera had freedom to move wherever it wanted to. Um, and because, that very well may be how they did it. Yeah, because there's another part where Jackie Chan is looking out the window and the camera is outside and then meets up with the, the, van, the, the, the bus and then goes through the glass in a seamless shot, which makes me think that glass isn't there. That's, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like that, the glass isn't there. They, they added it in. And that might be why, on such a low budget, why it took so long to make the movie. Because they had so much CGI to to add in, right? I don't know. Um, well, and that could be another explanation for the forty five companies that produced this movie. Yeah, uh, as you see in the opening credits. Yeah, they're, they're, <laughs> he's not wrong. There literally is like six or seven production companies that. Yeah, that that did this movie. Um, <laughs> let's see. They filmed this movie. Most of it was in a, the desert in China. Uh, most of this was filmed in China. Yeah. But pr- production dates, February 28th of 2018 through December 5th of 2018. It took a year wow. to produce this film. I don't know why they just sat on it. It's so strange. But they just sat well, on it. Well, and it may, have been, it may have been a film that they wanted to go to theaters and then COVID came and it, they pushed back the release date because, you know, they wanted to try again for theaters. And then they realized, you know what? It's not going to work. We're just going to go straight to Netflix. Well, maybe they had to, maybe they were trying to sell it to somebody. Maybe like, once, well, that's true. Maybe once they realized Netflix, like once, because I was trying to find some information about it and I couldn't find any, you know, and I didn't, I didn't search that hard. But yeah. Um, Really? There's a ScreenRant.com hidden strike ending explained? What needs to be explained in this movie? What <laughs> What didn't you understand? The hidden Strike's ending sees its heroes bringing a daring heist to an explosive conclusion while teasing a potential follow-up. I don't understand. Like, okay, whatever. <laughs> this... There have been many movies that needed to have an, expl- an ending explanation. This is not one of them. No. Uh, let's see. Shooting Cena's brother was a bad move. Um, awkward game of catch. <laughs> Having an angry <laughs> game of catch back and forth. And I love that Jackie just catches it bare hand because he's, he's a badass. Um, yes, he is. I did. Uh, I just already mentioned it earlier, but I did write in my notes... I know I I wrote it in my notes just so that I could play. The, uh, you know, stealing the the, the whole purpose of this, of this this all of this was set up just so they can steal oil from a refinery. Not a great plan. There you go. Yeah. Just. Uh, <laughs> uh, I did so the so let me ask you this weird question. We we talk we, we both being music guys we like to talk about the film score. I did notice it in this one. I noticed it too, and I noticed it actually being pretty good in that it sounded like... I wrote, the music is a cross between Transformers and James Horner. Yeah. And 
it uh, it kind of gave me, I don't know about Mission Impossible vibes or maybe some sort of spy movie type vibe. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I could see where it was kind of James Horner-ish. I started and- to say James Hornery, but that's almost another <laughs> word. <laughs> the only reason why I say James Horner, because there was a couple of moments, and I didn't capture it, I should have, where you would get that that James Horner favorite trumpet lick where he does da 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 dum. You know, we heard it a bunch uh-huh. in Enemy at the Gate, and he does it a little bit in Apollo 13, and oh, it's all over Avatar, the Blue People Avatar. That da 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 dum. It's that it's like letting you know that there's something happening. I heard it several times in this movie. Yeah, and I'm I'm looking at his the, the com- so the composer is named the composer is Nathan First, F U R S T. Uh, he's a uh, he's a a Californian, and most of the things I've seen that he's doing it looks like are um, video games. He's done a lot of video games. Uh, he did Need for Speed a few years ago. Uh, he did Act of Valor. Uh, so not a whole lot, really. He's still kind of, mm-hmm. you know, he's still getting there. Free Fire video game, Nightmare Shark, Nightmare Shark TV movie. <laughs> um, I, I got to click on Nightmare Shark. Hold on. Is that, I wonder if that's like a, Freddy, uh, Nightmare, Nightmare on Elm Street type. I don't know, but deal. the but he also directed it. This guy. Oh wow! Okay, he, he directed it. An hour and a half movie back in 2018. Survivors of the previous shark attacks are haunted by a supernatural shark in their dreams. Oh yeah. my god! Looking at the trailer of this thing. <laughs> oh man. Is that what we're gonna do for uh, October this year? <laughs> oh, we should. <laughs> oh, we absolutely should. I don't recognize any of these actors. Oh man. Okay. Anyway, uh, I actually didn't mind the music though. I was. I mean, it was no. very. It was very actiony. It was very. You know, it had that kind of Bruckheimer feel. It was good. Uh huh. I, I did feel like the this the city where the you know uh, John Cena's character lives. Mm-hmm. I felt like if you pay attention to the like construction of the set, it's very clean in my opinion. Mm. Um, like it looks too fabricated and not just like a, a mud hut would look or a brick building would look, you know, a, a raw kind of rough brick, brick building. They look almost like they were, Made for a movie. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that makes sense. Okay. Um, there was there was another thing I can't remember what it was uh, that just kind of bothered me about the movie. Oh, I know what it was. <clears throat> it was um, there are every time you see the sky, you see the stars at night in the background. Mm-hmm. It is the worst looking sky you've ever seen, and and there's <laughs> no there's nothing on the horizon either. It's just the city. And this guy, yeah, behind them. So it's feels like a studio. Yeah, it, it yeah, yeah. It, it it really did. 
and not in a good way. I mean, like we no. knew 300 was filmed in a studio, but it felt epic and big and spacious. And uh-huh. like, even when they're outside, it's like, oh, but are they though? Are they though? Yeah. I don't know. But still, I, the, the, the for me, the hijinks between the two of them were worth it. It was, it was just the whole hand signal thing. And, you know, <laughs> this means six. And yeah. Which I'm wondering if that's true. I never, I never thought about that. You know, you have one, two, three, four, five, and then uh, you know, six is this. But to Americans, that's you know, hang ten or hang loose, right? Right. Or like he said, phone. Yeah. Or yeah. <laughs> but he was like, that means behind it's on on your six. And so at one point when he does that, you know, Jackie Chan turns around and there's nobody there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're definitely, you know, playing on each other and. It's funny. It is, and like the and the comedy worked because they they do typical comedy things, right? They set up a joke and then there's a payoff, right? Mm-hmm. So like in you know the 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 way you kill me is have me go get the stuff in the middle of the room. You know he's like, hey, get the grenades. He goes, no, you get them. He's like, but you're closer. And then you know after the you know five minutes later, it's you look out. No, you do it. No, you're closer. Like there's the payoff to the joke. Which yeah. made it work. So the the movie. Well, I and even was... even before that, I mean, you're right. It is very smart um, writing, I guess. You know how it's set up because even before that, they accidentally pull the pin on this grenade, and mm-hmm. they're both holding it, and then they have to like gently put the pin back in. <laughs> yeah, in that typical texture. Just, ooh, ooh, right. Ooh, you know, be careful. Yeah. <laughs> and then you don't realize it, but. Literally, like at thirty seconds later, they're going to be throwing grenades and yeah, yeah. And then he's like, "Why pull the pin?" He says, "I didn't say pull the pin. I said, uh, what, I can't." He says something with Jackie Chan hears as pull the pin, so he pulls the pin and throws it. He's like, "What?" He throws it right outside. The fight <laughs> scene between the two of them was actually really good, though. I thought that was yeah. really well done because That's great because John Cena is a big man, a strong man, uh-huh. and so there's one scene where Jackie Chan's like flipping around him, and then is going to try to get leverage to flip him, but he can't because he's just not strong enough because John Cena is such a big guy. John Cena just looks at him and then just lifts him up and drops him down, and then he ends up using that gun crate and keeps like smashing him on the toes and stuff. <laughs> it was really great. Their yeah. fight scene was so good. <laughs> oh, my gosh. One of Maybe, probably not top anything of my of my favorite Jackie Chan fight scenes, but it was still, it was still a Jackie Chan fight scene. He still got, he, you know... Uses his environment to his advantage, and mm-hmm. that's always been a favorite of mine. Oh yeah. Uh, I did write down some trivia. There's not a lot of trivia, but this is one that um, I haven't played this in a while, and I feel like I need to. But I I gotta find it. Hold on. This is worth. This is worth the wait. Okay. This is what I call. That is one big pile of shit. Okay. Sylvester Stallone was originally attached to the project, but dropped due to commitments with Creed II. John Cena replaced him in the role. I cannot see Jackie Chan and Sylvester Stallone in a buddy cop film. I mean, Sylvester Stallone has done some comedy. But but in the last 20 years? And and none of it's been right in the last twenty years. You know what I'm saying? Like, is I mean, Expendables isn't supposed to be funny. It's just fun. 
but yeah, it's funny that, moments, but it's not funny. It's no, not it's comedy. Not funny. I, and maybe that was the goal. Maybe the, originally they were supposed to be a, a, just a, a straight action film, and then you know they realized that John Cena can be funny. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, the highway of death referred to in the storyline is being as being near Baghdad is not in Iraq. The highway of death is actually Highway 80 coming out of Kuwait. Now, huh. here's here's the interesting part. And I don't say interesting because it's um it's bad grammar, right? It's a stretch of road where between 1400 and 2000 were destroyed, damaged or abandoned. 14 So I assume they're talking about cars. I guess cars. And then the US and coalition forces caught Iraqi forces retreating out of Kuwait City and decimated them. So again, are they uh, cars? Or people or soldiers? Like I don't. It's it's bad grammar. Yeah. But, uh, and then the last thing I wrote uh, captured was that at the beginning of August of 2018, a few weeks after the start of filming, the film crews were surprised by a mudslide caused by torrential rains in the northern region of China. Huh. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. That's it. You ready for a few clips? Yeah. I got a few here. Let's do it. I got a few here. Uh, here's the first one. Here's the first time we hear John Cena. Gets it all and is happy with it. Looks happy. Looks concerned. He's concerned now. It's in the sand. <laughs> and the face he makes when he <laughs> says he looks concerned is great. It's a great, it's a great face. Yeah. Uh, I, we mentioned this just a minute ago. I think they're gone. How do you know? No more shooting. Take a look. You look. You. You look. You closer. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. Uh, speaking of the hand signals. Did you say, I go high, you go low? I did go low. Then I went high. Okay. From now on. No more talking. Hand signal. No hand signal, right? And he just gives him a thumbs up. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> no hand signal. He just gives him a thumbs up, uh, which is funny. Which is also in the moment when he said, "You do no hand signal." I'll, all I could think of is, would the Japanese and the American forces hand signals be similar enough that they could get what they're trying to say? Or I wonder if they, if he had training in the American signals, hand signals. Oh, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I really wanted to make a sex joke out of this. And, and if Sam were here, I would, I would, I would, you know, use this at his expense, but we're just going to play the clip and let your imagination go from there. Hey, 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 hey. Slow and put in the hole. <laughs> oh my goodness! Yeah. Uh, uh, you ever get that way though? Putting on your—that happens to me, not on a regular basis, but I get really frustrated trying to put on a seatbelt sometimes, and it gets stuck. And I halfway expected him the first time to rip it off the wall of the, and he does the car. second time, and he does it the second time, yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I think it's happened to everybody that's trying to get into Like, you're in a hurry. You're late for work uh-huh. or whatever. It's raining. And then you pull the thing and it stops. You're like, okay, wait, take a second. Okay, <laughs> gotta do this song. There. Yep. Uh, uh, nicknames are his thing. Hey, Knox! I've been racking my brain this whole time to try to think perfect nickname for you. Sharpie head or one-eyed trouser snake, daddy issues. But I just figured out right now the perfect nickname for you. Sura. You know why? Because you out of bullets. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Uh, and he was good at speaking Chinese. At least it sounded good to me. Uh-huh. I guess Mandarin, I guess I should say. Uh, last clip. You'll keep a machine gun under the seat. American. Guns everywhere. <laughs> yeah. How true. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And now for some more bad news. Ready? So Andrew did the game this week for us, even though it's just the two of us. So I guess he's just going to ask me questions and see if I notice things, uh, which yeah. the answers will probably be no. But... Uh, the game is, of course, hey, did you notice? And Andrew's going to ask me a series of questions about things I noticed in the film. And uh, if I win, great. If I don't, well, that's fine, too. Go ahead, yeah. Andrew. Well, I was going to find things. Cause, you know, there were there was a code that popped on screen for the password. Yeah. And then there was, like, numbers on license tags. And there were numbers on sides of vehicles. But I didn't want to go that obvious this time. That obvious? <laughs> So, <laughs> so if you paid attention to that, sorry. All right. I did. Um, so once John Cena and Jackie Chan's characters are in the rundown radio tower bunker, mm-hmm. how many grenades do they either hold or throw at the French people in that scene? I would guess five. That's a very good guess. Because that's right. All oh, right. <laughs> yeah. it really? Was so it they, the, yeah, the first one is the one that they like pick up and they pull the pin out and mm-hmm. then they put the pin back in. They put in. the pin back in, yeah. Right. And then the next four are the ones that they he throws throw out. and he just tosses them out the door. Yeah. Which, I, I, watching him toss them out the door, do you not think those doors would be blown back in on him? Well, my, here's my, my real question. Because the we, we see the Frenchman set up there for, to shoot... 40 or 50 yards away. Yeah, quite a yeah, quite a distance away. Yeah, and those grenades are going 5 10 feet out. So like I don't know if the purpose was to scare the French into stop shooting or hope that a little bit of shrapnel maybe gets one of them. I'm not sure what was the purpose of it other than just to make a lot of noise and have have a gag. Cuz it's not like he was throwing them like a football like out. Right. Yeah. Yeah. All right, cool. Five. Hey, I got one right. I'm surprised. All right. Number two, what uh, animals does John Cena mention as he's singing Old MacDonald? He mentions four animals. He mentions a... uh, I remember the ones that Jackie Chan did. So he mentions a dog. He mentions a cat. He mentions a cow. And then he mentioned the monkey, which is what forced Jackie Chan to come up and say, no, 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 that's not a monkey. This is a monkey. Right. But he also mentions a chicken. Oh, the chicken. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. 
Um, all right. I get so three, I'll give three, you. I'll give you mostly credit for that. Yeah, yeah. three fourths yeah. credit. Yeah. All right. What are the names of his vehicles in this movie? He's very Sheila. passionate about the names of his vehicles. Sheila, what? Not Sheila. Sheila. Sybil. Sheila. Sheila was the blue truck. So the blue truck was an S name, but it was not Sheila. Sheila. Cilia. Dang, I don't remember. But I remember he he <laughs> when she tur- just doing the U turn, she hits the tr- the bumper and he just oh. um and then of course he just gets destroyed. He says, "If you say it's a flat tire, I'm going to go up there and kill you." Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was a funny bit. I don't remember her yeah. name, but it was it was again with an S. Let's see what else. Um, the the white four door pickup that got all shot up. I don't remember that one. I don't remember that one's name. It was like. It was something like Dorothy or Betsy or something like that. I don't remember. Yeah, you're on the right track. It's an old white lady's name. Yeah. <laughs> was there a third so, vehicle? No, it was just those two. Just the two, okay. Um, but he had Susie. Susie. And, yeah, and Ethel. Ethel. <laughs> Ethel was the white truck. Yeah, no. yeah it's an old white lady's name, yeah. I've never named a vehicle that I've owned. Oh. I don't. Oh. I don't think that's something I've done. I have. You have my Jeep is named Gandalf because it's gray. Uh, well, that makes sense. Yeah, and I really, uh, I'm in the actually in the park market up for a new vehicle, and I test drove a white vehicle, and I was like, "Ooh, if if I get this white one, then it'll be <laughs> Gandalf the white after right. having Gandalf the gray." <laughs> yeah. Well, cool. Yeah. All right. So the next question is in the oil refinery room. There are five clocks on the wall. Oh, geez. That represent different cities around the world. What five cities? I, I'm going to, these are all going to be guesses because I have no idea. Okay. So, uh, an oil refinery in Af- an Iraq. So, obviously, there's a local time. So, there's, uh, they said they're in Baghdad, right? Or near Baghdad. Uh-huh. So, local time Baghdad. Yeah. So, you got, you got one. Yeah. Um, uh, you're probably gonna have one for probably New York. Two. Um, it's a Chinese-made film, so maybe Hong Kong because it's a port city. No, Not Hong Kong. But is there a China? Is there a China-based? There one? is. Yeah, yeah. There is one. So I'm just making. I just picked the wrong city. Uh, not Hong Kong. Then it would be. Um, Oh, I don't know what else. What other port city in Hong Kong would it be? Um, I mean, in China. Uh, dang, I can't think of it. All right, so I'm going to move on. I'll move past that. Right. One. So I got. So that's three. So there's two more, right? So. Well, you got. You've gotten two so far. You said New York and. Yeah, but oh, I got crap. the. I got the. Oh, no, that you did say. New York. I did okay, say. So New you York. said ba- Baghdad and New York. Yeah. Yeah, Baghdad, New York. It's something in China, but that's from. That's from. China. But yeah, but it is something in China. Yeah. So. There's two more after that, though. I, that's, like the China ones really bother me. I'm trying to think of another big port city <laughs> in China, and you're gonna say it. I'm like, oh yeah, of course, it's a port city because it would have to be a port city because they're they're shipping. Well, you would think. Well, uh, maybe it's not a port city. Maybe, but it was in Beijing, then. Yeah, it is it Beijing. Yeah. Okay, so it doesn't matter that it's a port city; it's just a capital. So right. then, maybe London. Yep, London's there. So that's four. That's four. What other? What other? Cap- one more. What other capital would they care about? Would a rush? Would a would a, a oil refinery care about? The only thing I think of is either Tokyo or L.A. 
So I'm going to guess L.A. It's Tokyo. Tokyo? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so you were right. Yeah, all right. And then the last question I have here is John Cena in this film plays baseball. Mm-hmm. He plays golf. But there's one more sport that's not played but seen on screen in this movie. What is it? Sport that's played but not seen. No, it's, or, it's or not not played. not yeah. played but seen, like on TV in the background or something. Or no, oh, you're not going to say pole vaulting when he when he goes from that on that pipe. No, 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 no. Okay. Uh, rock climbing when he bungees himself up and he's going up the whatever that thing is. No, no. Uh, no. There's sport like a like a, a sport. this this is a sport that actually has points and oh. you know keep score. Keep score. So there's no there's no basketball reference. There's no I don't think there's a football reference. No. Uh there's no soccer. Which would be which would make sense because it's the most popular would. sport yeah. in the world. Um I don't know. This is uh yeah, I don't know. Darts. Darts. Yeah, in his uh, in his little home there, he has a dartboard on the wall. Oh, yeah. okay, cool. Right on. It's kind of a trick question, but yeah, there you go. Hey, I'm surprised I did as well as I did. To be honest with you, yeah, you did well. A little bit of that was a bit, a little bit of logic. Um, that was good. I appreciate that, Andrew. That was fun. All right, uh, time for this. Wait, what's supposed to happen? This is where we're going to give this movie a score from zero to ten, and. Uh, yeah, of course, Andrew has to go first because there's no one else here. Yeah. Well, I, I did enjoy the movie. Um, <laughs> but for many reasons, I can't give it a perfect score. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> no. Um, but it's it's not bad. Uh, IMDb has it at a 5.4 out of 10. I don't, I don't know that. I would want to watch it again anytime soon, but it's fun. You know, if it were on, uh, just, and I walked into a room and it happened to be playing, I'd sit down and watch it again. So I'll go a little higher than that. I'll go a 5.9. All right. Yeah. No, I mean, this is a, um, uh, this is not a good film. I mean, (laughs) you know, this, this, there, there's some bad things in this movie. There's some, again, some, some, some bad green screen effects. There's some, some real cheese dialogue. There's, there's a lot of that stuff going on. There's also just a lot of fun and like real comedy and all of those things. And I mean, yeah, again, will I watch this one again? No, there's probably, I could probably list off 10 Jackie Chan films. I would rather watch over this one. However, I can also name three or four. I'd rather I'd watch this over. Like I'd watch this again before I watch the tuxedo, um, or <laughs> accidental spy, or the medallion. Yeah. Um, those are bad, uh, bad, bad movies. Um, but I would watch, uh, you know, uh, a bunch of the other ones over this. Uh, with that all having been said, I'm going to give it a seven because this really? is really yeah. Wow, okay, I know that's high, but I this i mean andrew this was the perfect movie that you picked for this weekend for this for this week it was yeah. just you know i mean i'm i'm definitely recommending that people should go watch it cuz it is it's short it's yeah. only an hour and a half or something like that hour and 47 minutes there. or something yeah yeah 
So go go give it a watch. Yeah, yeah. I um, uh, in fact, I was talking with Jen today from my streaming bubble, uh, mm-hmm. and uh, she's like, "Hey, what have you been watching recently?" And I was like, uh, "She posted on her Facebook, what have you been watching recently?'" I told her this for the show, and she said, "Oh my gosh, that sounds fantastic." And I'm like, "It actually kind of was." So mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. I don't. Not very often do we recommend not a great movie to watch. I mean, for a movie that just scored on our list a uh, a six point four five, I think we both would say that you should watch this. Yeah. Because I mean, why if you if you not? just want a fun like turn your brain off and just enjoy a movie, yeah. you want a little action. This is it. Yeah. And, and for and I will just for for, for our good listener for friend Rosie um, and anyone else, there's uh, for as much violence in this movie, it's kind of Jackie Chan violence. So there's, there's, yeah, no, there's no blood. In there's this. not any blood. Not really. I mean, one guy, the brother that gets shot, but there's no like crazy blood, whatever from it. There's no guts. Yeah. There's no really any swearing. Um, there's a few little things here and there, but not bad. Uh, yeah. I mean, like, Right, I mean, this is this is as PG thirteen as you get. I mean, this is uh-huh. this is the same level of violence as a as a as a Marvel movie. So, yeah, probably less, to be honest. Uh, <laughs> yeah, one guy did get his face burned off. So, I mean, there's there is. Oh that. well, yeah. But yeah. anyway, um, but that's okay. Uh, so yeah, that's our movie. That's it. Um, I have nothing more to say on this movie other than go watch it. Uh, thanks again, Andrew, for, for, for hanging out with me tonight and for, uh, for recommending this. Absolutely. Movie um, but next it's week, my pleasure, Andrew, you're in for a treat next week. What is next week? Oh my gosh. You guys next week. Are you ready? No, you're not. Sit down. Here it comes next week. Cameron from the green shirt podcast, a newbies trek through TNG is rejoining us, which means it must be a sword and sorcery movie. We are doing, drum roll please, Dungeons and Dragons. That's right. We are doing the new Dungeons and Dragons movie with Chris Pine. I am (laughs) stoked. I've already seen this movie once. I can't wait to watch it again. Cameron's watched it three times already. He can't wait to watch it. I've seen it halfway. You've watched it halfway on a plane. Yeah, I'm excited for you to finally watch it, you guys. I am so excited for this movie. This movie might push, might push, um, King Arthur: Legend of the Sword out of my top uh, area for 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 best sword and sorcery film that huh. I've seen in a while. Okay, because you know how much I love that movie. Um, oh yeah. And I absolutely adored this movie, so I'm looking forward to watching it again to see if it if it holds up or if or if it doesn't. So, next, join us next week for some sword and sorcery shenanigans with Chris Pine and uh, Dungeons and Dragons. In the meantime, uh, go to our website cheapstreetreviews.libsyn.com. There you can find links to all our social medias. Uh, give us a follow there, please. Uh, join our Discord also if you want to. Leave us a review on all the places, Spotify, iTunes. Uh, your reviews, you know, really, uh, they just make me happy. And we haven't gotten one in a while. It's actually been kind of a while since we've gotten one, so it makes me a little uh-huh. sad. Uh-huh. So go on there and leave a review and make me happy again. Anyway, that's it. So on behalf of Andrew and Jackie Chan there behind him, 
This is Sean saying thank you all so much for listening. And we'll see you next week for Dungeons and Dragons. This is Cheap Seat Reviews.